Hey there, hey, and welcome to this Friday pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is Friday, aka a new day, aka a new opportunity for you to relish in your star power. It has been a long week for me. I didn't know how I was going to get through it, and it was a short week. So the fact that it was a short week, but it felt like it was never going to end, those are never easy, man. I got through my testing at work, on to the next one. I could stop worrying, and anxiety could just wear off. Just... It's just been a long one. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for being real listeners, real believers, and and really a part of the crew of Born to Be a Star. And I appreciate your patience dealing with me as I, you know, go through all the turmoil and everything of corporate America. You know, I work full time and I do this full time, dude. So there's really no break. And I don't have like an entire like group behind me that edits everything and does everything. I do everything by myself. There, There is no like big team outside of Skip coming on as a guest. I don't have a big team like some of these other people. Maybe at some point one day I will as the podcast gets bigger. But for now, it's just me solo doing it star. And I'm so appreciative to all the listeners, to everybody that really takes into heed the idea of star power. Today is Friday. Uh, it's definitely hotter than I wanted it to be. <clears throat> but hopefully as we get further into September, it gets more cooler. It's been a very weird summer in New England. Like, I feel like it rained a lot and it really wasn't as sunny as I wanted it to be. I didn't even get to the beach or a pool. I don't even think I put on a bathing suit. So that in itself is sad, and I've said that before, but it's really sad because I love summer, and I didn't really get to enjoy summer the way I love it, but it's okay. You know, all this hard work will pay off later in life, so I'll just believe in that. Anyways, um, let's get to the mantra of the day, which is, yes, you can. Yes, you can decide you want to pick up a new hobby. Yes, you can finish uh, redesigning your bedroom. Yes, you can paint that wall that you never have painted yet. Yes, you can go through the books in your book collection and decipher which ones you've already read. Yes, you can discover that maybe that floral uh, blanket that you had needs to go in the washing machine. And yes, you can decide that maybe Peloton is not right for you. Yes, you can decide you want to start a new language. Yes, you can decide you want to paint. You want to use watercolors or you want to start creating ceramics. Yes, you can decide that you want to take swimming lessons or you want to get a gym membership or you want to make new friends or you want to become a part of church activities and you want to become a part of a new church or a new parish. Yes, you can. Yes, you can decide to let things go. And yes, you can decide to change your mind. Yes, you can. Following the yes, you can is never give up. Thank you, John Cena. He is the hype and the reason for that saying. He has done the most make-a-wishes for children, which is really commendable and just amazing. You know, children that are sick, they need to have somebody that loves them and believes in them. And that's exactly who he is. And I say never give up because I believe in that. Life is going to be difficult. Life is going to be hard. But you have to be strong and you have to persevere through the difficulty to get to the good part. You can't get to the end of the story and the happy ending if you give up halfway through. You won't know that the happy ending exists. I want to dare you to never give up on yourself or anybody that you love. And whoever loves you shouldn't give up on you either. Life is full of mistakes and second guesses and second chances and fourth chances. And sometimes you think you've lost and you don't even know you've won yet. Sometimes you're watching a football game and you think your team didn't get the touchdown, but they did. Like, 
you never know when something's going to change to the way you want it to change. So just stay hopeful and just stay positive in regards to that. And following that is the why not today. Procrastination and indecisiveness isn't going to get you anywhere. It's not. Like I told you about when I was choosing my nails a couple weeks ago and I, I, I knew I wanted to do blue and I wanted to do a different color, but I didn't want to do one color different. I decided to do the entire hand a different color. And why, you might ask, did I do that? Because I think we all have two sides. I think we have a side that just kind of agrees with everything. And then we have a fireball side that doesn't necessarily agree with everything and has its own personality and wants things to go its way, right? It wants to change the world. It wants to change the galaxy. And that other side of us is unapologetic, unforgiving, and, and very energetic. And it's not like the other side. And I think all of us have that. We have two personalities in one and so I thought it would be a good idea for me to have both sides and I'm, I'm glad I did that but why not today is me making a decision you making a decision and sticking to it if you get a text message respond to it if somebody expects you to see you at an event be there if you're needed for some reason like for instance I am a greeter and I am a I'm part of the flower team so I water the flowers at church and I'm on the choir. I like to show up on time for all of those things because I take them very seriously. And I mean, it's just a situation where Indecisiveness is going to lead you to think, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to do that. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to get there. Fear is not your friend, right? Indecisiveness, not being able to make an, make up your mind of what you're going to do. Don't get stuck in that. Make a decision and live with it. Stop thinking about what you're going to do and do it. Stop thinking about what you're going to say and say it. Stop worrying. Why not today means tomorrow might not come. Like I say it to my mom all the time. I say it to my husband all the time. I say it to you all the time on the podcast. Don't procrastinate. It's not going to get you anywhere. And the reason I'm saying that is because I do that. The reason I'm saying it is because I am guilty of that many, many, many times. Oh, it's not going to happen for me. Woe is me. I'm not going to care. I'm just going to do this. Or I'm going to wait to make up my mind about that. And then the tickets you want are sold out. And then the apartment that you wanted is no longer available. If you want to achieve something, you want to do something, you want to succeed, you have to be reliable. You have to make up your mind and you have to make a decision. Thank you. Just do it. We can do it together. We can all mess up. We can all learn and we can all grow and we can all prosper together. Yes, we can. Never give up. And why not today? Why not be a different person today than you were yesterday? Why can't you do something even better today than you did yesterday? You can. Let's get into some of these headlines, but first let's get into some of the tea. The tea of the day is Mint Majesty, and it is a venti, and it is hot with a bump of lemon just because it's good. So the tea of the day today is...
What's up with salesmen? And let me explain what I mean. Somebody, like, if you're going to get a car or a house or you're buying something, especially if it's, like, diamonds or something, you have to deal with people trying to sell you stuff. My question, what's up with salesmen, and it could be women, men, whatever, anybody, whatever your sexuality is, why do these people have to try to convince you to buy something that you don't necessarily want? Why are they pushing something on you that you don't even necessarily need you go into a place and you say you want one thing and then they try to sell you something different like this is why i don't like buying cars because i went to manchester honda originally and i got a civic and i knew the car i wanted when i went there and i got that car the next time i needed a car from them i went there and the guy was showing me shit and it was nothing like i asked for so like i wasted my time going back there to look at vehicles i didn't want so it was just irritating to me. The the car that I that I have now, I knew the car before I got there. Like it was either that or it was a Tiguan. Like it was either one or the other. And it was the other because the Tiguan had more um miles on it than the than the Jetta did. So I picked the Jetta. And there's that. Maybe the next time next time around I'll get the Tiguan. I think I'm sticking Volkswagen, so we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll look at a BMW or something next. But for the meantime, it's going to be, you know, this Jetta for a long time. And I'm okay with that. But when I went to the car place this time, I got in the car with the, the car dude. His name was Mason. Very nice. He knew I was coming. Um, I got introduced to all the other guys at the shop. They were very nice to me and Skip, my husband. And I got in the car. I drove it around. I, I liked the car. I even got into a, a Toyota and I hated that. So I knew right away I wasn't going to get the Toyota because I, I did not like it. It was, I think it was a, it wasn't a Prius. It was a Corolla and I didn't like it. I didn't like the way it felt. It didn't feel like me. Like, I'm what you would call a glamour girl, I guess. Yeah. But the point of the story is Mason wasn't a typical salesman i looked at multiple cars i knew what i wanted before i went in there in fact i talked to him in an email before i got there he knew what i wanted so taking all that into consideration do you really want to deal with somebody that's trying to sell you something you don't want like i like push to start for instance i want a sunroof for instance i like having the functionality of a trunk where i could press a button or I like having leather seats like these are things I want in my vehicle whenever I'm buying it and some people might think I'm weird because of what I just said but that's what I want in my car so you can have whatever you want yours but we're talking about me so for me the Jetta versus the Toyota was like two different worlds and they knew the look on my face and like we didn't even really talk about the other one it was over so the reason I liked my experience at Vernon Volkswagen is because I got the car I wanted and I didn't care how long it took for it, all the paperwork to go through or whatever for me to know that was the car I was leaving with. But the most important part for me was that I wasn't being hounded by Mason or the other guys telling me, oh, you should get this. Oh, you should get that. Showing me crap I don't like. Like, I, I knew what I wanted. If you feel like that, if you're buying anything, even if you're at Lowe's or Target, or any store, right? 
or you're going to a diamond store like Zell's or whatever, and you're looking at a ring or a necklace or earrings, and somebody's like, no, you should get these earrings. If you don't like it, don't buy it. What is up with salesmen? Why are people trying to sell you things you don't need or want? And if you feel like that, that's God telling you to walk away and go somewhere else. Because you shouldn't feel like that with anything. Nobody should make you feel like you have to get something because they don't want to deal with it. And see, that's the problem with people selling you stuff, doing services. They want to do what they want. But that's not how this works because we're the consumer and you're the person providing the service. And if you overstep your your boundaries providing the service, we can always find somebody else to provide a service and be a consumer somewhere else. That's the tea of the day. You don't have to go along with a salesperson because they want you to. You can decide to make up your own decision in your own mind. Maybe leasing is better than buying. Maybe depending on what year the car is, buying is better than leasing. I personally don't like to lease things. Um, others do. I don't. I want to own the car when I'm done with it. And then, you know, maybe I'll trade it in. I'll get an even a newer one. Like my phones. I like to buy the phone, have it two years, maybe longer, pay it off, and then get another one. That's how I am. Other people are different. That's it. Moving into some of these headlines, let's get into no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they're allowed to us, they're allowed to us anyway. <coughs> so, faith shouldn't be silenced. You know, I go to church every Sunday. I am a part of my parish, heavily involved in many different areas in the parish and I I love the feeling that I get when I walk inside of the church I love the feeling that I get when I see Father Ford and Deacon Bill and and um all the important people that are there right I love that feeling and There's nothing better than sitting in church on Sunday and and bowing my head or getting down on my knees and pledging myself to Jesus Christ. I firmly believe that God and Jesus are real entities, and I believe that is the only way to save yourself. I believe we are a, a very disconnected world from reality, and we've gotten so far away from the basics with God. I just hope that we get back to that at some point. Which is why I do go to church every Sunday. I take part in every church event I can. And I'm excited about this church picnic coming up on Sunday. You know, I definitely tried to make sure I signed up. And I, I, I'm ready to go and be and being surrounded by my, you know, my fellow patrons. You know. And I'm, I'm just so excited for this opportunity to, to get to see everybody from the parish, uh, you know, maybe get introduced to some new people that just started going to the parish or, you know, say hi to those that I already know, whatever the case may be. I love church events. I love being involved. I love volunteering. I love having a place that I know is mine that God has given to me. And I can't find that anywhere else. It doesn't matter what the situation is, but I'm telling you, faith is not something that we can just give up. Faith shouldn't be silenced. Loving God doesn't mean you need to get fired from a job because somebody decides they hate the idea of Catholicism. And I hope that the that baseball team, who I don't even want to call out, 
I don't even say their name. I'm not even going to give them any clout. The idea that they welcomed a group of people that insulted Roman Catholics, Catholics and Catholicism is an embarrassment. Now, you might want to condemn Catholicism and, and things that happened prior with Catholicism, but there's something that's happened in every religion at some point. But why aren't you going after Jewish people or Muslims? Why are you only attacking Roman Catholics? There's my question. And here's another thing to anybody of any religion. If they're coming after Roman Catholics, you're next. They don't like the idea that you believe in something. Whatever it may be. I love Jesus. I have loved him since I was a child. I was involved in church and going to church every Sunday when I was very young. And and I go every Sunday now. And I'm not as young as I once was. We need to hold on to something and it cannot be material items. Because at the end of all this, this shit's not going to matter. If you don't believe in something seriously, you're going to be left sad. The best decision that I ever made was giving my life and giving my every moment, second, minute, hour to Jesus Christ. And letting him be the answer to any question I had. The best decision I ever had was allowing God to take everything and giving everything that I worried to him. Because he is the only one that can save me. And if you want to condemn me for believing in God, you can. I don't care. Because I still love him. I still believe in him. And I am still getting on my knees every Sunday and bowing down to the one Lord and Savior, my Jesus Christ. Right? Uh, Every Sunday, as a Catholic, we get communion. And I often bow when I get my communion from uh, Deacon Bob or Father Ford or whoever's giving out the communion. And, you know... Eating that and saying amen and, and having that happen every Sunday. It's like every Sunday I get I get my sins washed away and I'm reborn and I'm something new. And there's no other feeling I can get outside of doing that in church. So I won't apologize for loving God. And if you love God too, regardless of what your religion is, it could be Baptist. Don't apologize for that either. I will tell you that if you are any form of Christian or you believe in faith, you should not be a Democrat because they can't they condemn the idea of faith these are godless people do you understand that these are the people that want to kill fetuses up to nine months nine months people have to make very bitter decisions especially if the fetus is going to affect you in a bad way you know sometimes you have to get an abortion for that to save you. But if you're not getting an abortion. Because you're going to. Because you're going to die. And you're just getting an abortion. Because you have a fetish with sex. Or you don't want to be responsible. You've got a problem. God is going to come. And the reason I say. Don't give up on your faith. Is because he is coming. And the reason I'm saying this. Because how are you going to. How are you going to respond to him. With these stupid idiotic human decisions that you're making he is not a human being he came in the form of a man through jesus christ but when he returns on this earth when he comes back to this place 
if he's not already here and it is time what is going to be your excuse for your stupid decisions your idiotic ideas and your non-believing bullshit because see i go to church every week i get on my knees and when i know i did something bad i beg jesus for forgiveness and i say sorry i often talk to myself in the car or i talk to myself in my head and i know when i did something wrong and i ask god to forgive me or if i'm going through something sad like losing a loved one like polycystic ovary syndrome like trying to pass a test like trying to figure out how me and my husband are going to have kids together when i go through these really horrible situations i just give it to god because i can't handle all this i'm a person i am not a super being i might want to pretend like i am but i'm not i'm a star among jesus christ because he is the ultimate star and i can be a star around him and i can love that idea but you know what i can't do hold on to all of it by myself and there will be repercussions for the stupidity at some point and it is not going to be okay you're not going to you're not going to be able to talk your way out of this i want you to be aware of that i am a firm believer in jesus christ i go to church every sunday i get on my knees and i say my words with father ford at my parish with with the people that go to church with me every Sunday. I take part in every event that I possibly can. I volunteer. I give money. I, I do whatever I can for my community, for my church, for my parish. And I take it seriously. There's nothing that I wouldn't do for them. And I'm pretty sure there's nothing they wouldn't do for me. God is going to come back. And you are going to have to answer to him. So think about that. Are you prepared for that? Your faith is not something you can give up on. It's something that you have to be steadfast and strong in. And Democratic versus Republican versus the creed versus the the UK trying to take hold of everything. Stay fast in your belief in whatever you believe in. Because when they come for you, the only thing that's going to save you is believing in something. I'm going to believe in God and, and, and I'm not going to apologize for that. So if you want to come to my parish, to my church, and you want to videotape us in the church like you've already done to a lot of other Catholics, go ahead, motherfuckers. Go ahead. Because when Jesus comes back, you can't talk your way out of that. Moving into the next part of the conversation. Elderly idiots don't represent me. I mean, are we really having a conversation about Nancy Pelosi running for re-election? She's 80-something years old. She's going to be like RBJ or whatever that old lady-ass name was that died, right, of cancer or whatever. Why is she still running for office? She's too old, man. She's not making any sound-minded, like, (sighs) decisions. And the only reason her ass wants to stay in power is because her husband does insider trading. It couldn't be more obvious why aren't we punishing these people why do they get to become gray and old and still want to control shit she is like a fucking mummy do you know how old nancy pelosi is do you really think that woman should be in control of anything clearly not she's not the house speaker so what position does she want to contain why does she want to run for re-election? Re-election for what? Have you seen the place she represents? It's not a place you want to go to. It's not a place you want to be. And she could lie to CNBC 
and she could lie to CNN and MSDNC and all these shitty leftist stations that exist. But until you actually go to the place she represents and see all the squalor and the just a nightmare, you're not going to know what I'm talking about. It's not a place you want to be. And that's the state that she represents. And it is shit hole. And I mean shit hole. Like, I know people think New York is bad, but this is worse. It's worse. You've got needles on the street. Once all the stores leave a place, there's nothing left to rob. So then they rob each other. I'm going to say it again before I move to the next part of the conversation. Elderly idiots don't represent me. I don't vote for old people outside of Donald Trump because I, I believe that he is sound-minded and he is prepared to hold these people accountable and to put America first. I do believe that. Propaganda machines, it's called the news. And honestly, the news, CNN doesn't call out Biden. They're just starting to call out the fact that him and his son, the shit they're not supposed to do with Ukraine and Russia in Romania and a bunch of other places too and clearly they've been paid from other countries to do bad things it couldn't be more obvious I hope that the Republicans are waiting to come out with this shit so they could just come out with it and just say he did it and then he could be indicted or they can go after him and impeach him right away no problem I want that to happen because he actually is guilty of this stuff. And I know they wanted to impeach Trump. The only reason they wanted to impeach Trump is because they didn't like Trump doesn't need them. He doesn't need their money. He doesn't want their corruption. He doesn't like them. Trump needed to get rid of the swamp, but he couldn't do it. Because they wouldn't let him near the swamp to get rid of it. And I know I sound like an excuse maker. And I know I sound like, why do you want an elderly man to run for government after you just said you don't like elderly people? But again... Trump is not like anybody else. He is the only president that ever put America first. Outside of Reagan, we haven't had a president like that. And Bush was a Republican and he did a lot of stupid shit. But all they did was insult him and complain about him for, I think it was eight years. Honestly, you need to ask yourself, right? When's enough enough? When? When do the propaganda machines actually tell the truth? You see all these shitty commercials. Biden keeps talking about Bidenomics. That Inflation Act bill he passed, which only fucked over Americans. And inflation is completely high. You know why they spent way too much money during COVID? And now they're trying to bring COVID 2.0 out, telling everybody they need to take shots and shit. It's all a distraction. 
Joe Biden cannot walk straight and you think he can be the president of the United States of America. Joe Biden isn't making any decisions about America. Obama is. And a bunch of other far leftist lunatics. Probably AOC is back there like, Joe, you should really do this. And Joe, you should really do that. But we know she's a traitor too. He is not running anything. Look at the people in charge. Joe is not in charge. He's not. He is an embarrassment to America. And the propaganda machines don't want to admit that because they're getting paid from the Democratic Party and the White House. They're all in it together. The crown and all these people, they're all like inwoven together in bullshit. And they want you to stand there steadfast and just accept the shit they're putting on a plate for you and pretend like it's a brownie. It's not a brownie. It's shit. It smells bad. It looks bad. It's not a good consistency. It's shit. It's not a brownie. It's shit. Have you seen these cities? I I told you about the city that Nancy Pelosi represents. Have you seen New York? And you got that Adams guy saying that it's uh, Texas fault that there's so many illegals in New York. No, it's not Texas's fault. And I hope that he sends more people to fucking New York. Because Texas is the state where they all try to illegally cross the border. We don't get to talk about the border towns, right? You only want to talk about these Democratic states. But these Democratic states are shitty. And the reason they're starting to complain about it is because there's nowhere to put these people. Why would you want to be an open state and you don't have a plan? Hmm, I wonder. Nothing is affordable anymore. Soda is now $6.99 in the grocery store. And everything costs more. And I'm about to ask you that question on another podcast during this upcoming week. Is it better to just order out and buy food out than it is to cook at home? And I'm not saying that because you don't want to cook. But I'm saying that because it's cheaper. Everything costs more. Everything. If you're looking for a car, if you're looking for a house, if you're looking for an apartment, you're spending more on all of it. You're going to need thousands of dollars to do anything. You are. Moving into unapologetic laughter. When your friends tell you you're good, but they are lying. You need real friends that are going to tell you, dude, those shoes look whack. That pocketbook, no. No, no, that headband you just bought, it does not work with that shirt. Like, take it off. You need to be able to have friends that are not going to lie to you about purchases that you're making that are going to tell you the truth. Because you don't want to be under the assumption that something does look good and it looks horrible. You don't. You need to have real friends that are going to tell you like it is and tell you the truth. The truth sometimes is not pretty. The truth sometimes sucks. But you need people that are going to tell you about it. That's what you need. Honestly. Friends need to be honest with each other. Dude, that shirt does not look good on you, bro. Like, 
it's not your size, man. Like, do guys do that when they, like, look at stuff together? Like, do girls do that? I mean, girls should do that. I feel like if you're really friends with somebody, you should be able to tell you, like, your girlfriend, like, girl, that looks whack. Take it off. The robots in Stop and Shop are creepy, and I wish they weren't there, but they seem to love that idea. Has no one seen iRobot? I just feel like, seriously, man. Come on, dude. Moving into the main part of the conversation. If you made your bed, lay in it. People like to say things and have opinions and and and, and talk a lot of shit. A lot. I noticed that. But people don't understand when they make decisions, sometimes they can't get out of something that they did. I, I am guilty of that. Was it smart for me to get a master's degree in teaching just to not be a teacher? Probably not. That was kind of stupid. Right? It was. Right? It was very dumb. And, and I'm going to admit that and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live with that. I'm not going to lie about it. I'm not going to blame anybody else. I'm not going to tell you that somebody made me make that decision. But I will tell you that there was a bunch of idiots around me telling me it was a great idea. But in the state that I live in, being a teacher here, there's not enough money you could pay somebody to do that job. No, there's not. Like, in order for me to be a teacher here, I'd have to make $100,000. And that wouldn't even be half of the shit I'd have to do to do it. It ain't worth it. Like, having all these tests and certifications and everything that goes into being a teacher and praxis and everything that goes into it, everything you have to pass just to get to a school and have to deal with a bunch of stuff that's not worth it. No. Now, see, I can admit that I made a bad decision with that. I can admit I made bad decisions with a lot of things. I have. But I have made my bed and I've had to lay in it and I've had to deal with the ramifications and the consequences of stupid decisions. Like, that stupid decision has put me in a place where I don't have the house I want. It's put me in a place where I'm not raising children. Right? Because I spent so much time focusing on that. I didn't spend the time focusing on starting my family. Like, see, I got things wrong in that way. And I have to take ownership of that. And if you did something stupid in your own life, you have to take ownership of it. But I don't have sympathy people that make sympathy for people that make dumbass decisions and then they don't want to be responsible for them. If you have a child out of wedlock, if you're in a relationship with somebody and there's only one person doing everything and the other person just sits around, you're making yourself unhappy. Like you can't have children with somebody and the other person doesn't work at a job. That's that's not sustainable, especially in this economy. Two, if you're going to get married and you're going to be in a relationship, it's got to be two people working together as one. You're going to have to make sacrifices. You're going to have to make different decisions. And you're going to have to do things differently. That's the only way a marriage flourishes and works. It's a team effort, man. A team effort. And if you want to succeed at that, you have to do it together. That's it. Moving into the next part of the conversation... Humble can be happy. You could be happy with just being surrounded by your family or having a good job or having a home. If it's a big home and you've got five bedrooms or you're living in an apartment or you've got a new car that's a 2025 or you're driving around a 2015. 
You can be happy and humble with whatever you have. You can be happy with what God gave you, or you could work hard to, you know, you know, get even more. And anything is possible if you believe in that. Being humble means you can be happy. Because humbleness is very important. Being humble and understanding why things happen the way they do, that's critical to your development in life. It is. Fall hair talk. So I got a shortcut at Rena's. Uh, she clipped off the ends, the, the bad hair, the blonde. All the blonde is going out of my hair now. But I do have some grays on the side that I do need to touch up. But I think I'm just going to do the spray to get rid of them or dye my own hair. I'm not going back to Rena until October. I wanted to get my hair braided because that's easier to maintain. Except I don't have time to go to the hairdresser or she was all booked up. For the braider so i'm just you know living with my curly hair um i don't know if or when i'm going to be able to go get my hair braided but i will be looking at <coughs> to, <calendar. coughs> to see when we can do that i am no longer natural so my hair texture is different but i don't miss the natural hair it was too much work for me it's too much maintenance and it just, it didn't work. And I tried it twice and I'm not going back to it again. I did want a relaxer to have my hair completely straight. And maybe at some point I'll get that this year before the new year comes in. And I'll just reside with that. But I don't like being natural. It's not for me. It's too much work. And I know people will say a lot of hateful things about me in that decision I'm saying. But I like my hair being, my hair is a nice fine texture. It's a... You know, I have naturally curly hair and having a curly perm really helps define that. And I'm, I'm very happy that I was able to get back in line with Rena um, and have someone that really knows about all types of hair in my head. And I'm just so happy, so comfortable, so blessed to be back at the Rena hair salon. And I, and I can't wait for whatever's next with that. So, you know, maybe in the fall we'll get to do the streaks like I want. I'm hoping we do those in October. I don't know if I'll be doing braids or twists or whatever because, honestly, I don't know what her schedule is. And I don't really miss going back to JCPenney. It's been a while now. I don't miss it. It's It was inconvenient for me. And I just I didn't like the environment and I didn't like everything it was around. And I don't like the idea that the hair shop is in a store. That's a turnoff for me. One, I don't really like JCPenney like that. Two, I'm not a mall person. And three, like the mall closes at a different time than the store does. So that that's a pain in the ass. But I'm happy with my hair decision. I'm happy with the the way my hair feels, the where the way it looks. It's bouncy. It's flourishing. Outside of the grays on the side, which I definitely need to cover up. I'm really happy. I'm excited about the blonde streaks at some point when I get them. And I'm just happy with, you know, my hair's progress. It is difficult to change your mind, but it's okay to do that. And I'm glad that I did. So, so far on fall hair, I'm liking this uh, bob look that I got going on. And everybody keeps complimenting me, telling me that they like it too. So I think I'm going to stick with this for a while. We'll see. Still no houses. It has not been a worse time to buy a house than right now. The house that you're going to buy is going to have negative equity 
and you're going to be spending money on something that you're not going to get your money back on. It's a negative outlook to buy a house right now because the value of the house is not realistic and you're wasting your time. If you have money, right? If you have cash to buy a house cash, I'd buy it cash. Outside of buying a house cash, I would not get a mortgage right now. I wouldn't do it. The interest rates are too high. It's like house suicide. You're going to invest in something and in five years, the majority of the money that you spent in it is not going to be there. And you're If you've paid for a house for about a year or two right now and you've spent money on something that's not worth that value, you have a negative... You have negative value, meaning you don't actually have any money. You can't refinance that. You can't do anything with it. The housing market is shit. Honestly, I'd say rent. Just maybe rent a house. I don't know what you're renting, but I'd say rent. Be smart, not stupid. And don't get caught up in this web of nightmare with this housing market right now. There's a limited amount of houses available. They're overpriced. They're not worth the amount of money they're charging for them. And it's not worth it. I'm looking at an apartment for the fall, hoping to get a two-bedroom and hoping to move in October or November. We'll see what happens. I'm hoping to get on board with Skip and he's in line with me and we figure out what time or how much we need to do that so we can get out of here and move into something better. Now, the idea was we were going to move out of this apartment and we were going to get a house, but there just aren't any houses. And, you know, instead of getting mad and impatient and irritating and saying, oh, I want a house. My husband's very educated, and so am I. And at this point right now, it's not smart to buy something. And for people that are, they're going to feel the, the opposite of that. When they try to refinance it, when they try to sell it, when they're paying negative equity in a house. They've spent more money than they're ever going to get back on it. That's the part. That. You're never going to recover. Michael Kors, Kate Spade, and Louis too. I do think I want to get a black Michael Kors bag or a pink one. Kate Spade, I might be interested in a wallet and a purse, too. We'll see what happens. I'm excited about that. And Louis Vuitton, I already have a big Louis Vuitton, but I want the white and blue Louis. So we'll see what happens. I like having a variety of good brands. And I know a lot of people will say they don't like Michael Kors, but you don't have to like it. But that doesn't mean I can't. That doesn't mean I can't give it a try. I have a really cute Michael Kors wallet, and I kind of like Michael Kors. So, you know, for me, I think I will give it a try. And maybe I'll try it in the black or the pink. Let's see what happens. Moving into the next part of the conversation, watching things with Star Watch Talk We Watch together. Fast and Furious Binge. I'm just going to start them from the beginning. Um, the, I don't think the last one has come out yet. Maybe it has. We need to watch that, but I want to watch them in order. The last one didn't do that good at the movie theater. I mean, at this point, are they going to stop making them? I hope so. Fingers crossed. Sweet.
Swarm. The Killing Vote. That looks good. That is on Amazon. Dom, Fleabag, Sicario, Mayfair Witch. Looks, looks okay. That, I think that's on Netflix. Dark Winds. Uh, I kind of want want to watch Equalizer 1 and 2. We've already seen the the third one in the movie theater. It was exceptional, as I told you last week. Um, very good. Denzel got the job done. He is an exceptional actor, and he really plays the role so well. Like, he is the character. There's no replacement for that. I like the idea of Equalizer because we live in a time where people don't get karma back and they don't give out what they weep right they don't get out what they give they they never get punished for for bad things so it is very very good to see somebody get their their well-deserved desserts and i really 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 like it seeing that in a movie because i can't see it in reality so being able to see it on a movie screen is very enduring you know, especially for someone that loves politics, loves my family, loves my church, loves my community. For me, this was so gratifying and just great to see. And I really, really, really love Denzel as an actor. He's an exceptional actor. He's done so many amazing things over the years, over the decades. And he did it again with this. And just bravo to him. Hopefully they make a four because uh, we definitely need another one. I really did like this. He did an exceptional job, and I definitely want to watch all of them together. I'm going to have to wait till this one comes out on, like, Peacock or something. But i definitely watch this again, honestly. I also want to watch John Wick from the beginning, too. There goes another series that I absolutely love. Keanu Reeves is definitely John Wick. I loved that he cared about his pet to that extent that he was willing to fuck people over over his dog. That made me love that movie even more. Like, you don't mess with a man and his dog. Like, that's the one thing you don't do. And, like, I love when people love their pets like that. Because pets aren't just pets. Pets are family members. And that movie just was so gratifying and so good. It's just like Equalizer. I feel like Equalizer and John Wick are, like, the same movie where there's, like, retribution and there's payback. And there's karma, and it's all there, and everybody gets back everything that they deserve, and there's nothing better than that. So, definitely two things I definitely want to rewatch is Equalizer and John Wick. Moving into food on this Friday, baked feta pasta. Mm. So you basically chop up tomatoes, put feta cheese, uh, make your pasta separately. You're gonna put the feta cheese and the tomatoes in the oven, let that cook off 15 minutes, then add the pasta in, then add parm and uh, mozzarella on top put that back in the oven mix everything together take that out cut that into squares boom you just made uh baked feta pasta parmesan air fried zucchini so you take the zucchini zucchini chips you take the zucchini you chop it up you like spiralize it chop it up into pieces you want to um dress this and an egg wash and then you know um some sort of garlic powder and then you want to, you know, put on whatever flavors you want. Put it in the air fryer. I'd say anywhere from 10, 12, 15 minutes. Flip it over. You want this to be crunchy like a chip. So you got to know when to look at it, when to flip it, when to take it out. You really need to pay attention to this when you're cooking it. I'd look for a recipe on Pinterest if I was you. Honestly. 
chicken sheet pan dinner. So how do you make a chicken sheet pan dinner? You take tender chicken slices, right? You season them. You could do it with Italian seasoning, garlic powder, everything seasoning. You can even do it with bagel seasoning if you want to get really special. You can even do it with lemon pepper seasoning, right? You add veggies into it. <coughs> you can do sliced peppers, onions, or you can do zucchini, broccoli, corn, whatever you want. You put the vegetable on the sheet pan with the chicken. Put that in the oven. Let that cook off for anywhere from 25 to 30 minutes. Take it out. You Obviously, you could pour some garlic, some olive oil. And you put some garlic in it for more flavor as well. And boom, you just made dinner. That's, that's like 30 minutes, man. You could have rice or pasta, but I'd go I'd go riceless here. You don't really need that. And you can have that with a salad. You can have that any night of the week, any day of the week. It takes 30 minutes to make that and you're done. Who doesn't want that? Simplicity, man. We're always looking for simple ways to make food taste good, right? Jalapeno chicken. So jalapeno chicken is either you can put the jalapenos in the chicken, cut the chicken into it, like cut it in half, like a tender or something. Or you could dice up the chicken into pieces, uh, mix that with some sort of seasoning and add the jalapenos into it and then cook the chicken with the jalapenos and then add rice or whatever you want to it and add some sort of soy sauce and you can get really like into it. That's really whatever you want. Bolognese sauce. Mm. find a good recipe and do it from scratch chorizo mac and cheese so the only difference between regular mac and cheese and chorizo mac and cheese is you're adding chorizo into the mac and cheese and you have to do it ever so delicately and you really want to make sure you mix everything in together slowly when you're doing it so it gets ooey gooey and goody and cheesy and scrumptious guys that's the end of this Friday pod. Thank you for tuning in to Born to Be a Star. And I will see you Monday. Another day and another opportunity for us to recognize our star power. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye.